Welcome to the Wealth Studying Podcast. This is episode 432. Today is November 19th, 2023. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, hey, today's episode, I want to give you some quick observations and commentary about what happened with Walmart stock this week. And I'll close up with a thought on how Walmart's performance could potentially reflect future market performance. Before I get into Walmart specifically, though, Let's look at the general market. The S&P 500 held up extremely well this week, much better than I thought it would. It came out of this double bottom pattern where it broke out, and for now it's holding and hovering around 4,500. You want to watch that level because to really break out and go higher to get above the highs that we saw this summer, it has to get above 4,600. And the question is, will it do that in a Santa Claus rally as we close out the end of this year? Personally, I'm betting it doesn't, but hey, I can't predict the future. We'll see what happens. Remember, consistently, this market has failed around that 4,600, you know, 4,500 level where it's at now. So if it can't hold there, it's likely going back down to the 50-day moving average, which is around 4,200. Now, as far as the small cap stocks, the Russell 2000, that's what I think is really the barometer of the state of the general economy right now. It did mimic the S&P 500 in that it broke out of its double bottom pattern. But unlike the S&P 500, it's already starting to fail. It failed and hit resistance at the 200-day moving average. I think that was on Wednesday. So right now, it's kind of in the center point between um, the upper boundary at the 200-day, the lower boundary at the 50-day. And we'll see if it can go on and do a Santa Claus rally and close out higher at the end of the year. Again, my personal prejudice is that it's staying lower and it's going to be more around that 1750 or lower level. We'll see how it pans out. Now, specifically on the Walmart, if you've been watching the market, you know that this week Walmart has dropped more than 8% from its record high that it put in just this past week. So this kind of gets back to what I said in one of the previous episodes about The market is just as likely to go up one day as down the next and just as severely in either direction. Well, again, that's the volatility of this current market that I don't like. I want to step back here a second, too, because I'm going to be making the case that I'm not investing in Walmart right now because I don't like the price of the stock. That doesn't mean that I don't like Walmart as a corporation. You can have a good company and a bad stock. Or the inverse of that is true as well. You can have an absolutely horrible company that for whatever reason, the stock is performing very well. I'm not saying I don't like Walmart. I do think it is managed incredibly well. I think long term, Walmart remains a good company to be invested in for the long term. I just don't want to be holding it here in the present short term. It all comes down to the price and the valuation of that stock. One way we can look at that is to look at the price per earnings ratio, and I prefer looking at the forward price per earnings ratio, meaning that the P.E. is based on what the earnings are going to be 12 months from now. That way you're not looking backwards. The problem, obviously, with looking forward is that we can't predict the future, and so it's simply an estimate. Uh, Let's stop here a second because I know people are saying, but John, but John, price per earnings ratios aren't correlated with short-term stock performance. No, they're not. I know that price-per-earnings ratios don't correlate with short-term performance, but they are a valuable tool for evaluating 
whether the current stock price is overvalued or undervalued. And by the very nature of something being overvalued or undervalued, then you can make a determination of where you think that future stock price is headed. If a stock is currently overvalued, then you would expect near term for the price to come down. Not immediately, not guaranteed, but you would think that there would be a regression to its true value. So that's why I look at price per earnings ratios because it helps me understand the current underlying value of the stock today. Broadly speaking, I look at a forward price per earnings ratio as a quick backhand way of doing a net present value for the stock. Specifically, when I look at Walmart right now, it's trading at about 22 times its forward earnings. For every dollar that Walmart stock earns, you're going to pay $22 to buy into the stock. So right now, Walmart's current consensus estimate for how much money it's going to make next year is around $7 per share. If you multiply that times 22, which is Walmart's current multiple, the price per earnings ratio is 22, then you come up with a price of around $155, and that's exactly where Walmart stock closed on Friday. But why did it close so much lower on Friday than it was at its record high on Wednesday? Well, I think that's a case of people front-running the market and trying to get ahead of trends, and then the foundation of those trends falling apart. If you look specifically at Walmart, it started to outperform the general performance of the market back in, say, mid or early October. That's about the point. Remember, early October, the market started to come up off of its bottom it consolidated for about a week, and then it went on to make another lower low into the end of October. Well, that wasn't the case with Walmart. Around early to mid-October, Walmart stock started going up, and it continued to go up even while the market was temporarily going down. And then when market momentum shifted and the general market started going up, Walmart stock stagnated for a brief period of time, and then it shot up along with the general movement of the market when everybody was getting all excited that it's time to get back into the market. And now as we see the S&P 500 hovering around that 4,500 level, that level where it's consistently failed in the past, Walmart stock has dropped like a rock. As I look at that and I see how Walmart early on a month ago front ran the market, and now I see Walmart pulling back so drastically I wonder if that's a tell of the performance of where the market is headed over the next few weeks or months. Back to Walmart's 22 times or price-to-earnings ratio. It's extremely high given Walmart's growth prospects. And that's the other thing about price-per-earnings ratio. You just don't take that in a vacuum. You have to look at what the multiple is, but you also have to consider how quickly the company is growing. In Walmart's case, its growth estimates over the next five years are to grow at about 8% each year for the next five years. I'm skeptical of that because if you look backwards over these previous five years, Walmart has grown more like 5% and not like 8% annually. And so I ask myself, what's going to make Walmart grow at 8% going forward when over the past five years it was maybe growing at 5 each year? And I don't see anything short of massive amounts of productivity and automation 
being able to make up for that difference. And I don't think that that's coming in the next year or two. If you consider the business environment over the last five years, or while it's been very challenging for some companies, for someone like Walmart, it's actually been quite beneficial. Walmart came out of the pandemic being very profitable because consumers had a lot of stimulus money to spend. And Walmart was one of those lucky companies, lucky retailers that was deemed an essential business. So while a lot of smaller mom and pop retail operations went out of business, Walmart didn't. Walmart benefited from the pandemic. It benefited from the pandemic stimulus. It benefited from the low interest rate environment of the pandemic. It benefited from rising inflation where it was able to pass those price increases onto consumers, which were forced to buy scarcer products. So again, when I look back over the past five years and I look at Walmart's growth rate, I think that that was an easier runway than where they're currently headed into a future of higher interest rates and a more competitive retail landscape. So I'm questioning that Walmart can grow at 8%. And in fact, if they end up only growing more around that 5% level, then it is highly improbable that they could maintain such a large price per earnings ratio of 22 times. What that means for the price of Walmart stock, if the price per earnings ratio were to move down to a much more reasonable 18 times, and 18 still being a premium over where I think the general market is likely to be, But if it were just to move to a reasonable 18 times, then that would correlate to a drop in the price of Walmart stock down about 18% from where it is today. Again, I'm not owning Walmart stock right now because I think it's overpriced. I think it's overvalued. And I'm not predicting that it's going to drop another 18%. But I think a drop like that is feasible if Walmart can't deliver on its 8% annualized growth rate. And even if it does... I I still contend that a 22 times valuation is too high. It's too rich to pay for that mid-tier of a growth rate. Now, finally, I want to close on the aspect of remember how Walmart front run and led the market up and essentially how it's done that most of the year. If this breakdown continues, if Walmart can't recover from this short-term 8% loss, if it stagnates from here and then moves lower, I don't think that's a good sign for the economy. And what you want to watch is Walmart's 200-day moving average. Currently, Walmart's 200-day moving average is just a little bit under $154. What the momentum traders are looking for is it to go down to hit that 200-day moving average and then institutions to come in and buy it and to bounce up off of that 200-day moving average. I think that's what a lot of traders are expecting. And that will keep Walmart in the channel that it's been in, the upward moving channel that it's been in all year. I don't know if that'll happen. But what I'm going to watch for is if that doesn't happen. If Walmart breaks down below that 200-day moving average, if it breaks down below 154, 153, then based on past levels of support and resistance, it's very likely that Walmart could drop down Another 7 to 10%. Remember, just this week alone, it went down 8%. So it wouldn't be out of the question to think that the stock could drop another, say, 7 to 10% over the coming days or weeks and get down to that level of around $140, $143 a share. And as I mentioned before about the price per earnings ratio of Walmart being too high, 
even down at $140 a share. The price per earnings ratio at that point would only be just a little bit below a 20 times valuation, which again is still a very rich multiple to be paying for a company that's likely to maybe only be growing at best at 8% and maybe more likely at 5 The other thing to keep in mind about Walmart stock is because it is so stable, it rarely drops below its 200-day moving average, but when it does, it tends to drop hard. If you go back to the spring, maybe it was around May of 2022, when we had a pullback in the market, Walmart dropped below its 200-day moving average. And from that point, not from its high, but from the point where it dropped below the 200-day moving average, it dropped nearly 20%. And of course, the general market went on to perform even worse for longer. So that's my whole point about watching Walmart stock. See if it can stay above its 200-day moving average. If it can't, I think that's bad news for the general economy and specifically for the general stock market. Well, hey, how's it turn out? I don't know. Come on back for future episodes and we'll find out. Until then, as always, this is John Pagliano wishing you the very best returns.